This is Pocono Mountains Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4, and I'm your host, Jim Hamill. The Pocono Beverage Trail has lots of wineries, distilleries, and breweries from which to choose. Whether it's a vineyard with a spectacular view or a downtown brew pub with a cool vibe, the Poconos has just what you're looking for. That also means for a lot of people out there making a career for themselves, these facilities offer a lot of opportunity to learn and grow within an operation. And that's exactly where we found John Conklin, better known as Little John, at Wallen Pawpack Brewing Company. He got his start as a dishwasher and is now assistant brewer. More with him and the award-winning brew team in just a bit. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions of people, and with 2,400 square miles of mountains, forests, lakes, and rivers, with historic downtowns and iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7 at PoconoTelevision.com. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience here in the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode now. We featured the crew at Wall and Pawpack Brewing on an April episode of Pocono Mountains Magazine. We even chatted with the team at the brewery near the Big Lake back on episode 13 of the podcast. So now we want to introduce you long form to the key ingredients to the brewery's big success. Enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Jim Hamill here in the belly of the beast, Wall and Pawpack Brewing Company with John, one of the assistant brewers at this place, working alongside Logan Ackerley, who these guys have been churning out amazing brews for years now. And people come from very far away to sample everything here right on the shores of Lake Wall and Pawpack. John, thanks for joining Pocono Mountains Podcast. Tell me what you've been up to today. Oh, well, today uh, started bright and early. I appreciate all the compliments, by the way. You're welcome. Um, we started, uh, I started off at 5.30 this morning. We had to brew my buck and our dock days today. So Logan's taking over the second brew. He came in a little later. And uh, it's been a long day, but always good for, always good, for good beer. Got to get those loggers in the tanks. Here to the loggers is what they're saying. So taking it by storm. So it, like people might think, oh, brewing might be glamorous, but it's hard work, man. It is. It is very, very hard work. Uh, different places have different setups. Everybody varies, but you get into the groove of it. Bags don't get any lighter. Moving wort doesn't get any easier. <laughs> it's all about them sugars. <laughs> so it it's is. tough. It is. That's what made that. Would, that's what makes the secret in the sauce, right? Yes, sir. So the secret in the sauce. <laughs> right. So now you guys just got done starting the process of dry hopping um, something. If you want to lead us on to whatever your next task is, we could talk along the way. Yeah, yeah, next task. Um, we have to check, I believe, our runnings that's going into our kettle right now. You guys have a lot of machinery here, though. Describe this building for everybody. Oh, yeah. We have, uh, so we're a 20-barrel brew house, an oversized 20-barrel brew house. So we can fit about 30 barrels in our kettle. In gallons, that's roughly anywhere from seven to 850 gallons is what we put into our fermenters. We have uh, 12, 10 barrel, or 12 20 barrel fermenters and four 40, or three 40 unis and a 40 bright and uh, one 10 barrel bright for our experiment barrel stuff that we do. So That's huge. Yeah, barrel stuff's always fun too. So. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that big as fun, but sometimes small, you get a lot more opportunities. All right, so five years here. You show me what you got, you know, uh, yeah. going on. Yeah, we got a, 
got a lot going on. Doc Days is actually going to be our Pink Boots brew for this year. The Pink Boots, that's the one brewed by fully female brewers, right? Um, so Pink Boots is the Pink Boots Society that's, uh, they sell hops every year as a blend and the proceeds go, to, go towards the Pink Boots Society. Oh, gotcha. And then, uh, so we have, uh, I think Logan ordered, I think 88 pounds of their hops today. We're going to do a big hazy IPA for them. Sounds delicious. So usually we have everybody come in, but you know, restrictions and stuff, and we limit it. So we'll have fun with it and make sure we make a good beer out of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is like, you had to learn this on, on the go. You didn't have any expertise coming in doing this, right? No, actually. So uh, it started September 17th of, or September 22nd of 2017. And I started as a dishwasher, actually. So Becky's husband, our owner, was uh, my school teacher. Yeah. And he was like, my wife's building a brewery where the Arby's was. And I was like, yeah, right. Well, yeah, we'll see it. We'll see it in six months or whatever. Not even five months later, the whole place was built. And I was like, okay, they did it. That's yeah. pretty cool. And he was like, I can get you a dishwashing job. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm in high school. I got cool cars, super, got to build my car. So yeah. that's what we were doing. And then uh, dishwashing. And then I actually went to do, uh, I went to Penn State Scranton for nursing. College isn't for everybody. I'll be the first one to tell you. So uh, that didn't work out. And I was bartending the weekends while I was in school. And then the opportunity came that Logan was by himself. So Becky said, Logan, here's this 18-year-old kid with zero experience. And we'll see what happens, right? So the rest is history. The rest is history. We're three years full brewing now. And it's, it's been quite the ride. There's so much about Play-Dohs, sugars, lactose, hops, alphas. It's it's the knowledge is unbelievable that has to go into everything that we produce and yeah. logan i love working under him we do all those true to style beers it's not not super common today so we do all those super weird styles we have the gabf medal for our for our english pale mild fortunately it was a virtual year and we didn't get to go celebrate it was actually on logan's birthday that we won the medal and his phone died so he didn't even watch it and uh he got all these texts the next morning we want a deal. We got a silver for GABF, and that's that's a huge deal yeah, for any any American brewery. brewery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is quite the honor to be working under him and have a recipe like that. It's crazy. It's so crazy. give us the lay of the land here. What are you up to now? You got to get some um, some things done. We can't just talk so, all day. We got to work all day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're running off the dock days right now. We're gonna see where we're at in the kettle as far as Play-Doh goes to make sure we have enough sugar. This is all, you know, scientific work in a lot of ways. You know, you can't cross-contaminate. Exactly. You gotta make sure everything's just right. Yep. It is. It's, uh, it's repetitive, but once you get it, it's like riding a bike. You can't lose it. <laughs> I mean, I would not recommend riding a bike after imbibing some of this, correct? But No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> but uh, now we're just going to put it in our chiller here, and we're going to... Let that cool down because our hydrometers have to read it 68 degrees flat. 68 degrees. So, uh, just gotta leave it going that one. So, you know, you're, you're still quite young. You're only in your 20s by now, right? Yeah, 22. 22. Did you ever think that this would be like what you'd be doing with your life, or, or is this kind of just how it all works in life? Yeah, it's kind of just how it all works in life. You know, I grew up here my whole life in Holly. I'm from Lackawaxon, went to Walmart Back Area High School. Did all 12 years of learning there, and then, uh, the opportunity that was just here at the time just happened to land perfectly. Yeah. And it's, it's truly incredible. I, I come to work and I'm like, 
I never thought I'd be in the liquid industry. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing the same stuff the guys at Pepsi are doing, like as far as cleaning and all, all the ATP tests and proteins and stuff like that. So it is, it is pretty niche and neat. It is. And it's like a rewarding career too, right? Because you know, you got the camaraderie of the people here at the brewery and you're also making something that like enriches people's lives. They, they love what you guys produce. Yes, it's crazy to see some of the, the fandoms. You see like a, a video clip somewhere on Facebook and you see Logan's Tears label, his face is in there on their wall. It's like, that's kind of weird, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, it's actually really cool. And like, I, I, when, like, when you're, even when you're, when you're in Scranton driving around, you see brewery t-shirts everywhere. And I mean, and we're next to the guys of SBC who are great guys and they have a beautiful brewery. And it's just see, all the camaraderie that's actually in the area as far as Log Tavern and Hopping Eagle. We love those guys who do that seasonal collab with them every year. So yeah, it's got it's got a lot of got a lot of cool perks. But but your alarm went off kinda early this morning. Yeah, yeah, this morning this morning was an early one. Yeah. It's about an hour ride to work, so Oh is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we were up early. What time do you clock out today then probably? Um Hold on. <laughs> Logan's jumping in. March, marching orders from the boss. We man. are starting sparge on this. Let's just make sure that's where we're at. We're looking for grain bed depth. We want to be about an inch and a half above grain bed. It's looking right, right about where we are. You get the X-ray vision look right through it. X-ray vision. I see. It's that brewer's feel that I always tell Logan about. <laughs> this is an operation that just. You know, you guys do take breaks, but it is constant, is it not? It's it's when the beer calls you. It's not when you feel like doing something at all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, you're at the leniency of whenever it needs you. It needs you. So <laughs> yeah, and then with shipping and everything too, right now is kind of cramming us. That's why today was so crammed because uh, backed up shipping and you gotta. Poor Logan, I'm not part of that planning process yet, but <laughs> he's he's eight he's eight months ahead of me, so <laughs> heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, you, I mean you guys put in long shifts, but you know, at the same time, like you're probably able to like sample this stuff and like really kind of like take pride in, in your in your finished product, right? Yeah, it's 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 crazy to see it go from sugar to product, product to can, can to when I walk in Wegmans, it's in a lit up cooler on an end cap, and I'm just like this is nuts. And I was like it's, I touched every piece of that, and it's it's here on the shelf. It's it it, it is an amazing feeling. My girlfriend kind of gets mad because we have to walk through it every every time we go there. Of course. <laughs> hey, proof of performance, right? Or, or you know you gotta gotta make sure everything looks uh, up to snuff. You know the absolutely the right packaging, the right everything. I mean, th this place has really, I mean, in, in short time, I know the owners, Becky and Chris, like they, you know, they doubled the size of the place in no time at all. They, they've just added to like the programming and the, the offerings that you guys have here. And it's really become like a beacon for people who come to this area year in and year out, all, all four seasons. It, it, it really has. It's uh, a combination of Scott Jones in the kitchen too. I mean, right. he makes great food. Right. Uh, I can't deny that. His beer dinners are incredible. Uh -huh. I've never been to one. It's it's a shame because it's it's so good. He knocks everybody's socks off at every beer dinner. But uh, it's like they really have built what is an empire, just waiting to boom. We're we're lining everything up. We're gonna go, hopefully, go wholesale and distri distribution and 
Right now it's just us. We have one delivery driver, his name's Ricky. He delivers to nine counties. We are pumping as much beer as we can. Our sales guy, Sean, who everybody probably knows on the, this face looks like, but uh, he, 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 is, he is a great guy and he has really helped this place too. So I guess the, the question is, you know, to some people or, you know, our listeners out there, viewers of Pocono Television Network, you know, in this industry, I mean, you know, hospitality, restaurant, the whole nine yards, you guys are in, you know, a lot of those different, you know, crossovers. Yeah. There are opportunities out there. And this is just like a shining example of like how, hey, you found your way in the door and then you made it work the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, everybody thinks that you might need a college degree. I mean, I would love my college degree in this, don't get me wrong. Siebel Awful is a great program that's, I believe it's 12 weeks US, 12 weeks Munich, Germany, that I'd love to do. Becky's brought it up in conversation. I mean, if she's game, I'm game. I would love to go. But uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's so much growth here that I've experienced personally that just, it's, it's, it just that doesn't make sense. Like, it's just so, so fast, so quick. In five years, I have exceeded far my expectations of what I would ever know about beer. For the first two years I was brewing here, nobody would let me drink anything because it's against the law. So it was like, it was like you're a little restricted right now. Once November 16th hits, you, once you had 21, you're you're good. So, so now now I can go to all the festivals. Uh, me and Sean went down to Symposium, down in uh, State College, which was incredible. I mean, Logan's been to Colorado for yeast training courses. Uh, Becky is willing to invest in her future and her employees, which is incredible as an owner to admit. It's it's awesome. And that's just another shining example of those Pocono Mountains, you know, uh, companies and and proprietors like like the Ryman's, like you guys, like you know, she couldn't do it without her staff. I know she'd say that. So yep. you know, you're you're a bright spot among them too. Um, do you have anything else you want to share with us on the podcast or on uh, on what you're up to today? Um. Right now, we're just waiting for beer to run off. As far as I can think of, there's nothing else I can think of that I would like to share. Is there any more questions you have for me? Um, oh, Zayma, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. him. <clears throat> so you had to wait a few years. What were you most excited to like drink on the regular that you guys were? Yeah, 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 good point. Oh, Hef, Hef all the way. The Hef. Hef, is, Hef just scored a 99 in craft beer and brewing, which is almost unheard of for a Pennsylvania brewery, which Again, Logan, the all-star recipe writer, I couldn't have learned from anybody better to know that I now have the potential to make these beers that are just nuts. The, the, the national recognition is crazy, let alone state. It's, it really is. And the, the Pocono Mountains is growing as a whole, as an area, like even all the way up to the racetrack. I go to the racetrack every year for the races. Who doesn't, right? It's, it's the area. And uh, it's just... And the places that we could take our business in the Pocono areas and keep booming, whether it's Scranton, whether it's Stroudsburg, whether it's Allentown, it's, and Becky is definitely not one to be shy of growth. So, what beer is the easiest to make for you, and which one is the biggest pain in your ass? Oh, that's a good question. That yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> the easiest one to make is the one we haven't made before, because it doesn't have to taste like anything. Oh, <laughs> so you have to always. Uphold that, like, yes. So we know yeah, we know where our, our our threshold is, what our beer should taste like, what we're gonna put out, what what we're gonna distribute to people. Um, so the easiest to make is the the beer that doesn't have its standards. So like when we rebrew Largemouth, 
we know largemouth has to taste like largemouth. When we rebrew cream ale, cream ale has to taste like cream ale. Now, when we do something like today, like the Pink Boots Dock Days, it's, it's what we want it to be and see what we're capable of doing at the same time. And then, as far as biggest pain in the ass, I would have to say it actually hands it to Hef. Hef has a super low mash-in temp that's incredibly hard to hit. It's that it's 113 to 116 is the threshold for a frulic acid rest, which gives you that like, I don't want to say burn, but like you get a little acidity in our Hef that is incredibly hard to capture. One, if you don't have the right system, and two, if you just miss the temp, because you could end up with no sugars, it could be a disaster. So that that is a big pain in the ass <laughs> to make sure, especially if you're by yourself and you're up and down here in the mill room, and I miss that temperature, I, Logan's gonna have my ass. That's, that's what's gonna happen. And he, he'll know if I miss the temperature when he tastes it at the end. So, so high risk, high reward. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not as easy as like, uh, you know, doing what's, what, what you feel like doing at the time. It's all about kind of like, feeling the, the trade winds, if you will. Exactly, yeah. So, and then we also dabble in like every kind of style that exists, if you've ever been here. And that's what we oh, yeah. pride ourselves on, is just true to style beer. And at the end of the day, there'll be trends, but people will come back to beer. Beer flavored beer. Beer They're flavored all back beer. Brewing company. So. Can you coin that? Is that like a thing you could coin? Uh, Logan, I know Logan was saying it before me. I don't know if he got it from somewhere else though. <laughs> John, absolutely a pleasure, man. Thank you for hanging Thank out with so us much. here on Pocono Mountains Podcast. We're going to get a little chat with Logan in just a little bit, but continue on this great career, man. You have a bright Thank future you. still. I appreciate you guys and all the compliments. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, so John Conklin had to learn somewhere. And lucky enough, he was able to learn on the job with head brewer Logan Ackerley. More with him in just a minute. You know, our guests really love our beverages. They like to taste the freshness. You know, what's in there. Like the clean, clear, beautiful waters of the Pocono Mountains. We aren't afraid to try new things. And take chances with our ales and spirits. The best of the Pocono Mountains in a glass. Try us. And find us at PoconoBeverageTrail.com. We're back. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Jim Hamill. All the recipes and the final decisions come down to the main man at Wallenpawback Brewing Co., Logan. He's well known for all the varieties of beers he crafts and talks a bit about how important John and the rest of the crew are to the brewery's operation. Please enjoy. All right, so we just wrapped up with Little John Conklin, the assistant brewer here at Wampawback Brewing Company. And now his boss, Logan Ackerley, the man behind a lot of these amazing beers that Wampawback churns out each and every year. Logan's walking around. We're kind of tailing him right now as we're shooting a piece for the upcoming Pocono Mountains magazine for April. And Logan, you've been here a few years now. Like, what's your kind of like, uh, you're, you're in your sweet spot now. You've been doing this long enough. You should be able to do it in your sleep, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Everything's pretty much muscle memory at this point. Uh, <laughs> to, barely have to think about it anymore. Tell me a little bit about your, your like, like you're working in a brewery. Yeah, it's work, but does it feel like it? Because if you, you know, do what you love, you don't work a day in your life, right? Yeah, that's what that's what people say. But uh, when you some days when you have you know, 
10, 12 hour day still ends up kind of feeling like work. No doubt. <laughs> um, but no, I do love, there are much worse jobs out there. Uh, I love what we're doing here and being able to create something for people to enjoy with their friends and family is just, it's an awesome thing. Right now you're taking a little sample out of this one. Yeah, so we're pulling, this is our, it's called the Maybach. Um, so it's a German style Maybach that we do every year. Um, well, actually, I guess last year was the first year we did it. Uh, but we are bringing it back. We're actually doing a May Fest this year. So a lot like an Oktoberfest, it's a German uh, festival. So this will be the featured beer for our Mayfest. Uh, we're actually trying to work on getting mini kegs. Uh, so if you've seen like, um, you know, Heineken or those, they, you can get like five liter kegs of them. Uh, we're actually trying to do that with this beer. Uh, so probably a, a super limited run, but it would be a, a cool little thing for a, a Mayfest. Yeah, man. So you got a lot of things that you got, like you're a cook in your kitchen. What, what do you got going on? What, what do you have to like make um, happen now with, with your expertise and know-how with that sample? So <clears throat> now we're gonna, so we just brewed this today, just put it in the tank, we pitched yeast. Uh, now we're gonna monitor it. I'm gonna take a gravity, so see how much sugar's in it. Uh, and then we're gonna monitor sugar content and pH throughout the whole fermentation process, uh, which will basically, um, it'll let us know how much alcohol is in the beer and if we're getting a healthy fermentation. Um, and then throughout that process, we also have to actually taste the sample, um, which is, yeah, really the toughest part of this job. <laughs> you know, you get to have uh, a sample of beer at nine, two, and five. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but, and then we're, so we'll be tasting it and smelling it just to make sure everything, you know, obviously sensory wise, everything's good. Uh, but we also test for gravity and pH. Um, and then we have another brew going right now and it's kind of the same thing. All the beers we test the same way. Um, certain beers need a little more attention and care. Uh, like that Maybach is gonna need, we have to maintain fermentation temperature a lot more closely than say this uh, hazy IPA that we're brewing right now. Um, that one, we have a little more room um, and a lot more hops. So the hops are really the feature of the hazy IPA, obviously. Um, whereas the Maybach doesn't really have any anything to cover off flavors. So if we don't get a good fermentation, the beer is just not gonna taste very good. So uh, yeah, we'll head back down and take this reading. So it's like utilizing you know, so many different approaches to the different end results, right? Yeah, so pretty much every beer starts out the same way, uh, as for me at least, um, in terms, like when I'm trying to design a recipe, um, we figure out, obviously we decide what style of beer we wanna brew, uh, and then we, like, I have to figure out how do we go about that? What ingredients do we wanna use? Because uh, there's hundreds of different types of malt, hops, yeast. Um, so it's all, uh, you know, there's so many variables um, that it's kind of, you just learn 
like the more you do it, the more you're exposed to different ingredients and you know, all right, if I put about 25% of this in, uh, it's gonna work for this beer style. Um, so I've been doing, I've been here like four and a half years, but I'm on year seven of doing this. Um, so I've had some experience at other breweries as well, uh, which is how I learned all this. And you're bringing up the, the younger guys too, like John there, that's kind of a cool, uh you know, story of his, like where, where he started out dishwashing, and now he's he's like in the process with you each and every day. How proud are you of like how far he's come? I mean, John's. It, it's actually kind of funny. It's a lot like a lot like the way I started in this industry. I've never had formal education in this industry. Everything I've done has been on the job training, uh, and he's kind of in the same spot right now. Um, <clears throat> if I remember. Like when he started, it was pretty much, I just needed him to clean floors or clean a tank maybe. Um, and now he's writing recipes, he has his own beers. Uh, anytime he has an idea for a beer, we'll throw it on the pilot system. Um, so it, it's, it really is crazy to see how far he's come. But he's a worker, he, he has a, a hell of a work ethic, which is hard to find. Um, it's, we've hired some people over the years and like they don't work out because this is I mean a lot of people think we just sit around and drink beer all day um, but which that is part of it but uh, I mean you're lifting heavy bags of grain 165 pound kegs uh, you're on your feet eight ten hours a day like it it takes a lot out of you so uh, you need somebody with a work ethic like John he's also uh, very mechanical and he learns quickly and is curious so he actually wants to learn um, which are all great traits uh, for this industry. So uh, it's crazy to think, like you said, four, four and a half years ago, uh, he was washing dishes and now he's making thousands of gallons of beer uh, every day, so. I mean, just from the, the standpoint of like what you guys have been able to achieve here and continue to, I mean, on a national level, on even just like a, you know, people come here time and time again for, you know, food, dinners, you know, beer dinners, all those types of things. It's, it's going pretty well. Yeah, I'd have to say so. I, I, I mean, I, came, I moved here uh, for this because I wanted to be in, in on the ground floor of, of a brewery um, and kind of help design the identity of this place. Um, so, like, just, it's crazy to think back at, like, when you look at, like, the beers we started out with and, um, I mean, a year in, we had to expand the brew pub and the outdoor seating area, which is, it, it's insane. This place was already huge. Um, so it, it's really just a testament to our team. Uh, everybody here has a role and they've clearly been executing on a high level because we, we have gotten uh, national awards um, and recognition um, and we get to, and it's all, it's all beer. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and I, I tell everybody when I came for the interview, uh, I drove through Main Street in Hawley, not knowing what this place was. And I, I drove right past it because I, I didn't expect this place to be as big as it is. So I thought it was kind of crazy coming here, a, a brand new brewery starting this big. Um, but it, it's just been wild. We've ha also had to add double size fermenters and bright tanks. Um, and like, it's just been expanding like crazy. So. 
So what's on the horizon? Anything that you want to give our listeners or viewers, uh, you know, a, a taste of what's to come? I mean, you guys have a lot up your, your non-sleeves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're really, we're, uh, I think John was talking about it earlier. Uh, they're saying this is the year of the lager, um, which is just kind of exciting for us because we've been doing lagers since we opened. Um, and those are actually my favorite styles to brew. Um, I love traditional German lagers, German, Czech, uh, really any, any kind of lager. So uh, we, have, we started a For the Love of Lager series this year, um, we're, which we're releasing our second one in May, beginning of May. Um, and then we're gonna do another one over the, over the summer. Um, and they're all gonna be different styles. We have a Japanese rice lager, uh, we're looking at doing a Dunkel Lager. Um, we've done Doppelbox before. Uh, our Fest beer will be back in the fall. So um, very much looking forward to that. Uh, and this is our fifth year. Uh, this will be our fifth anniversary in September. Uh, so we've got some pretty cool barrel-aged projects uh, planned for that, uh, some of which will be lagers. Uh, like like I just said, but so people can find you guys here at Wampawpack Brewing Company on Route Six uh, in Holly. And they can also find you guys in a lot of distributors all throughout Northeastern and then Philadelphia, Northeastern PA and Philadelphia. Yep, absolutely. Cool, man. Thanks. Eight counties or so, I think. Eight, nine counties. Yeah, you guys are quite, quite a yeah. few different locations across the map. So, yep. congrats on all the success so far, and and many more, uh, you know, fest beers and lagers and everything else under the sun. Thanks, Logan, for joining us here on Pocono Mountains Podcast. Thanks. Wall and Pawpack Brewing Company in Hawley, one of the many great spots along the Pocono Beverage Trail. You can check out the whole list at PoconoBeveragetrail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe to Pocono Mountains Podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today.